before I started this episode, I gave myself a lot of pep talk trying to convince myself that the first episode of the new year doesn't have to be completely different just because it's a new year, you know. The last episode was just like two weeks plus ago and I don't have to kill myself (laughs) over trying to sound different and I think it worked because I'm already speaking to you guys already. So happy new year every lovely listener of the rest podcast this is oma and you are now listening to the rest podcast if this is your first time of listening i want to say that this is the best way to start your 2024 listening to the rest podcast and on this podcast we journey to the place of rest away from every single thing that the enemy dares to stage against our peace and of course of course of course i have to give you a very important information which is that Everybody on the internet space agrees that Oma gives the warmest virtual hugs. So I'm sending you the warmest virtual hugs. So warm, if you're in a cold country, you do not need to take tea or coffee. <laughs> Did you even notice that I'm coffee country? Eh, anyway. So, so come with me. Let us dive into today's episode. And to every single person who has been here with me from the Beningin Beningin, you all are the real mvps and i'm so glad i get to share god's word with you every single time so to our scripture for the day ezekiel 47 verse 3 to 5 and when the man that had the line in his hand went forth eastward he measured a thousand cubits and he brought me through the waters the waters were to the ankles again he measured a thousand and brought me through the waters and the waters were to the knees again he measured a thousand and brought me through the waters were to the loins afterward he measured a thousand and it was a river that i could not pass over for the waters were risen waters to swim in a river that could not be passed over i've had to read this bible verse over and over again as i prepped for this episode and because for me this bible verse that bible verse that i read very graphically i remember i was studying the book of ezekiel last year and then i came upon this verse and i was like oh finally the bible verse that pastor larry used to sing holy ghost another measure i was like oh this is the scripture okay holy ghost another one thousand if you are listening to me and you know this song you know what i'm talking about so every single time that i go to church or i'm at a meeting i notice that every time that we are asked to pray for an intensity this is the scripture that comes to my mind and it comes graphically like i literally imagine that water is moving from my ankles then i pray and i'm like really into the thing and then i'm imagining that it's moving to my knees that's literally how it goes on in my mind and then the more i press into it i imagine that it's going to my waist then to my shoulders and then you know to the overflow till it becomes like ezekiel described water still swimming a river that could not be passed over so today's episode is titled intensify there was another episode i wanted to start the year with but i just knew that this was the episode to start with then the other one will be the next episode i wanted to start with the other episode because that one felt like oh my god i had many more things to say i already had things scripted and everything but i knew that 
this was the one that I had a witness on for us to begin the year with. And I don't even know why God wants us to start the year with intensify. Intensify feels more like something that you bring during the maybe like the first half of the year or the first quarter of the year to say everything you've been doing from January to now, intensify it. But no, God says intensify even now. So what does it mean to intensify? To intensify means to become intense. (laughs) I'm laughing because I take public speaking classes for students and recently, okay, that was last year, December, the last class I had last year, one of the students, she doesn't like stress and anytime I ask a question, she's like very direct. So she's kind of sitting that says, if I ask, okay, so what does anybody know about public speaking? She'll go speaking publicly. When I give an assignment to make a two minute video, her video is going to be one minute, not even one minute, 51 seconds. Any, if I give an, an assignment for them to write something, hers would be like, one paragraph and jara do you understand so like she's for my non nigerian listeners jara means extra so she's like please i cannot kill myself i just came here to learn how to speak so now that i define intensify to mean to become intense i remember that that's the way she gives her own definitions so to intensify something means to make it more intense more intensive to grow stronger and more accurate i like to think of it as increasing in degree and that's why this scripture in ezekiel is the perfect scripture for me to describe what the term intensify means it means to increase in intensity it means to increase in degree it means to grow stronger and more accurate in these last days the bible said in matthew 24 matthew 24 is the scripture where jesus gave us the signs of the end time of the last days great tribulation and everything in between and then he says and because iniquity shall abound the love of many shall wax cold now one of the description of what will happen in the last days is that the love of many will wax cold why because iniquity shall abound very recently one of my brothers in the faith has been drawn something into my ear and it's the fact that one of the major things if not the major thing that will be attacked in our lives as believers in the last days is our love our love for god so if the major problem in the last days would be that our love will wax cold it only makes sense that we must put in systems and structures that make sure that our love stays to the end minister stephilo sunday sang a song that goes may my love for you never grow cold let this oil last to the end or let this extra oil be just enough for my journey even to the end i'm just going to be speaking to you from my heart i just want to say to intensify anything it is that you know that you are doing that is helping you grow in christ i i I was tempted to move this to every other aspect of your life like your finances you know your self-development to intensify your efforts to grow there but i want to stick to what i know i was told to speak about and this intensity i speak on is on your love for jesus is about your hunger for the things of god intensity was the difference between the five wise virgins and the five foolish virgins in this context that we are speaking of in matthew chapter 25 the bible says that the foolish ones carried no extra oil that means they had no system in place to keep their lamps burning you could see that the five wise virgins had extra oil they had a plan to keep their lamps burning till the bridegroom came and the scripture says that it is those that endure to the end that will be rewarded that means on the last day we will not be rewarded for trying 
we will not be rewarded for going to almost the finish line we will only be rewarded for staying to the end now I don't know if that's scary to you it should not be it should be more of something that keeps you on your feet than something that scares you and it should be that way because the goal of this particular episode is not to scare you the goal of this episode is to tell you that there is intensity that there is a possibility of intensity in Christ that the thing that you think that you have with Jesus it can be more the love that you have for Jesus can be more the hunger you have for the things of the kingdom can be more I don't know if I'm the only one or maybe just around me but i kind of noticed that a lot of people started the year with the level of excitement that seemed to dwindle almost immediately it's crazy it was like for the first two weeks of january there was this excitement like oh my god 2024 and for some people your excitement didn't even last up to seven days it was like the first four days then from then till now it's just like a certain level of dryness of struggle of droughts a certain level of droughts especially spiritually i'm not even speaking about other aspects of your life today i'm speaking of your work with jesus so maybe what you're having currently is an ankle experience you love jesus just enough to come to church on sundays and not lie and not steal and be moral but you don't love jesus enough to sacrifice you don't love jesus enough to put your isaac on the altar when he asks for it you know isaac was a child of promise isaac was a child that god promised abraham isaac was a proof that god does not fail isaac was the best thing that happened to abraham after god himself and then god will ask abraham for it and abraham will take his son the child that god had promised him for years and finally gave it to him and he will go and put him on the altar because god says so because he had faith in this god that he could resurrect his son if that is not an intensity of faith i don't know what else is i've thought about that thing a lot i've thought about it even recently I'm just like, what is something I've been trusting God for all my life? If God finally gives me and asks me back for it, won't I think that God is cruel? Won't I think that he is wicked? Won't I think that he is just trying to cause me pain? Will I be able to give my Isaac when God asks me? And one of the things I've been praying to God recently for is for strength to make any form of sacrifice that he requires of me. Because I tell you, love sacrifices and you can measure the intensity of your love for jesus by time attention and sacrifice how much are you willing to let go for jesus how much are you willing to let go for jesus this is 2024 and jesus is coming soon i mean sooner than the soon we've always heard i hope you know that with each increasing year we are drawing closer to the end of time and the parables that tell of the coming of jesus from matthew 24 to matthew 25 they all speak of the master coming to meet certain people either prepared or unprepared the five foolish virgins by the time they came back he was like i don't know you they were not prepared for his coming the master that gave his servants talents when he came one of them went to go and bury his talent how intense is your love for your lord this year you no know, from late last year god started to ask me for my most prized possessions i say most prized i don't say it lightly things that i can't even talk about now till till we are done (laughs) because 
they've been really difficult and the fact that they've been difficult for me we are actually also another lesson that the holy spirit has been teaching me on how much surrender i still have to do on how much things i still need to give up because if you had asked me i think oh i really made sacrifices last year for the lord i gave a lot of things to him and then he's like you know what i don't just want to take the areas of your life that i want to heal mend, repair and everything i also want to take precious things because god gives all and god asks all god gives us everything and god asks for everything so the problem becomes when you think oh now god has given me this thing i have to hold on to it and and you forget that you are a steward in this kingdom there's nothing that god gives you people friends relationships money fame anything that god gives to you there's nothing god gives to you that belongs to you there's nothing that god gives you that he does not have a right to ask you for i mean abraham's case is the perfect example of that there's nothing that god gives you that he does not have a right to ask of and something i found myself telling myself very recently is that god is worthy of everything he asks me of god is worthy and recently he has had to ask me to give him a lot of things oh god a lot actually a lot of things you know sometimes some of the sacrifices that god asks us for almost look senseless i'm like what are you going to do with this well it's not my business it is his business if he asks for it my response is yes lord if he says bring your isaac i mean I mean, Abraham would have literally argued that voice that told him to bring his son. Because God does not ask, accept child sacrifices. That's how unreasonable he sounded. That's how unreasonable it should have sounded. But Abraham was a man that had an intensity of faith and love and trust in God. And he was able to give sacrifices that don't make sense. I don't know why I'm dwelling on sacrifices like this. But I'd like to say that... Whoever you are listening to me right now that God is asking a certain thing from you and you think it doesn't make sense that God will want you to relinquish something like this because one, it's not affecting your work with him. It's not doing anything to your heart. There's nothing he's doing. It doesn't make sense that he will ask you for something as silly as this. I want to let you know that if he asks, you must give and you don't have to know the reason he's asking for it. It's up to him. Do you understand? So just give it to him. It may be hard. It will be hard, but give it to him. So, how much can you give to the God you claim to love? How much of time and attention are you willing to give to God? It is one of the pointers of your intensity of love for him. I remember recently, I I was in an online prayer and everything. It was an online WhatsApp prayer. And I quickly wanted to just zoom out, you know, just minimize and check out a few messages while I was still praying. You know how we do, we pray in the Holy Ghost, and you are scrolling through Instagram or scrolling through WhatsApp. And I was doing that on WhatsApp. The prayers last for one hour and the scripture that flashed in my heart was the scripture where Jesus told his disciples, can you not wait with me one hour? And I realized that I've been, I scrolled through social media every single day. Yet that one hour that I'm supposed to devote to praying, I still find myself scrolling through social media while praying at the same time, trying to divide my attention between God and the things that appeal to my flesh and i've come to find out that one of the virtues you must not lose in your work with god is your virtue of sincerity if everybody is lying to you you cannot be lying to yourself so when god pointed that out i realized that that means that my love for jesus is not as deep as i think and you may be listening to me and thinking ah that's extra that's so unnecessary it doesn't mean that you don't love jesus but 
I tell you the truth, it tells a great lot about your love for Christ. When I see people scroll through social media in church, I'm usually very befuddled. I'm very surprised because I don't understand. Church rarely lasts for up to five hours in any place. Well, in my home church in Kano, our services last as long as sometimes from 9 to 1 or 2. So I think every time we take the church, almost 4 p.m. Ah, God. So let's say max five hours. And for those five hours, you cannot just put your phone down and be in service completely something is wrong with your love yes let me give you an example it's imagine you go on a date with someone and the whole time the person is giving you their time right you go on a date with someone and for the next five hours you guys are eating and drinking this person is on their phone in fact it is considered in social etiquette a very rude thing to do when you are sitting at the table with people and you are on your phone the whole time it is considered very rude yet we do the same thing now if you don't think it's the same thing that means it is not jesus that you come to when you come for services and when you come to church because if it's truly the lord that we come to when we come to services and when we come to church then it is safe to say that we are doing the same thing that we do at a dinner table, scrolling and looking at our social media that we do when we come before God in church. So, time and attention are a very important mark of your love for Christ. What takes up the most of your time, what takes up the most of your attention is what you love the most. Forget all this thing you are saying with your mouth, I love Jesus. The real deal is in time, attention, sacrifice. And consequently, obedience. Because obedience will take your time, your attention, and sacrifice. The Bible says, if you love me, keep my commandments, right? So, the fact that you still struggle to keep the commands of Jesus tells a lot about your love life with him. It tells a lot about how much you love him or how much you don't. And I'm not even saying this as someone that is perfect or someone that's attained. I'm just sharing my concern with, with you because it's the same thing I found even in my own life. I figured, oh my God, I have a love problem. My love for Jesus is not as deep as I thought. The reason why the things that we would normally do for Jesus are not complain, you now find yourself complaining about them, is that your love for Jesus is beginning to drop. Hey, have you seen people in love before? You go to extra mass in fact you make sacrifices you don't even tell the other party about because you just want to be with them you just want to sit with them you just want to spend time with them you just want to always hear them talk you want to listen to them speak back to you just because you love them love does not need a reason to make sacrifices love just sacrifices because because love is love (laughs) for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son God is the best example of love ever. God is love, literally. So how much of time and attention have you been giving to Jesus lately? Do you still make excuses for your quiet time? Do you still make excuses for why you don't pray? I remember recently, I journal, whenever I read my, I have a journal for my Bible reading, and I put a date every time to remind myself of the date that I read my Bible. And I remember checking one, and I saw that the last time I recorded was five days ago, and I was like, eh, eh. And the funny thing is, you don't even realize that you've not sat down with the word of God for five days. There there are just these very convenient excuses like, I'll do it later in the evening. I'll do it in the afternoon. I'll do it later. Don't worry, I'll do it later. Don't worry, I'll do it later. And then five days worth of later has passed and you've still not done it. Your love for Jesus is not intact. 
there's something wrong with your love for God. When you struggle with obedience, when you struggle with sacrifice, when you struggle to give God time and attention, Kai, something is wrong with your love. It does not matter how good the other things you're doing is, if you don't give God time and attention, something is wrong with your love. There's a level of time and attention we must give the Lord that will make our hearts to be stayed on Him continually continually fixed steadfast expectant eyes fixed on him so my prayer lately has been intensify my love for you intensify the dream i had this night before i woke up that's what someone was singing even in that dream (laughs) there's a song that says intensify my love for you oh god this ground is slippery ground intensify my love for you oh god this place is sinking sand and the inspiration behind this the revelation behind this is that this is the last days and the love of many is waxing cold your love can wax cold don't even tell yourself that your love cannot wax cold don't even get to that place where you are feeling so confident in yourself that nothing can affect your love for jesus because even at that point something might already be affecting your love for jesus the only guarantee that we have the only guarantee that we have that our love will not wax cold is that jesus himself sends us help that song said this ground is slippery ground these last days i tell you the truth the grounds are slippery every other place except the rock is sinking sand every other attempt that you make in keeping your love for jesus apart from the lord will sink you i've seen it it's crazy you look back and you realize you're not you're no longer storing up treasures where moths cannot eat it up you look back and you realize that your focus is now on getting money your focus is now on making money here on earth or on getting a reputation or on fame or on building a brand for yourself building a brand around something and you almost always forget your first love it is so easy for us to turn away from the love of jesus and not realize a lot of us are in work are in service in church you serve in church but but without love without passion without hunger there's nothing burning in your heart anymore there's a scripture in the bible that says not slothful in business but fervent in spirit serving the lord a lot of us have got into the state of slothful in business there is no fervency no passion no hunger no ginger anymore it's just bland it's just boring it's just routines your christian life is full of routines this is another new year and another set of routines entirely nothing burning nothing passionate quiet time with jesus is dry i mean your love is waxing cold and like i said i'm telling you of of the experience that even i have had recently You'd agree with me that the only reason we need an intensity is because there's stuff on ground, okay? There is already something there in the first place, but we just need to amplify it. It's not that we are loveless. It's not that we don't have love for Christ. It's just that we don't have enough. The five foolish virgins had oil too. It's just that their oil was not enough. And that is the problem. Is your oil enough? The things you know about God, are they enough for the days of adversity? Your strength, your strength, your strength. Is it enough for your days 
of adversity, the things you stored up, are they enough for your days of adversity? I hope you are not drawing from your reservoir because when you are done with what should have been your extra, when you exhaust what should have been your extra, you will have nothing left, not even your extra. So I ask you again, do you have extra oil? Is your love for Jesus waxing cold? Do you not need an intensity? of love? Do you not need an intensity of passion? Do you not need an intensity of fire? Intensify my love for you, oh God. This ground is sinking sand. Ah, the song the song is just in my heart. I don't know. This ground is sinking sand. And one of the things that I know that the Lord wanted me to say to everyone listening to this episode today is at any point, at any point that you are know that you can ask for help know that you can ask for help at any point that you are whether you are at ankle or you are at knee whether you are at waist or you are at shoulder trust me there is the overflow ah there is the one that you can swim in a river a river a river that you cannot walk in that you cannot stroll in but you are swimming in it a river that is carrying you to wherever it wants you to go to so that like jesus the testimony about you can be and the zeal of the lord's house has consumed her has consumed him it is possible for you to live on this earth and you are operating from the standpoint of a river and wherever it takes you to is that is the place where you will be at wherever the hunger of the Lord drives you to that is where you will be at so that like Jesus it will be said of you and the spirit of the Lord could drive Jesus to the wilderness to go and fast for 40 days and 40 nights because Jesus was operating river dimension from ankle to knee Jesus was that man, was that perfect example of whatever my Lord says I will do, whatever I see the Father do, that I will do. I've had to come to terms a lot recently with the fact that we do a lot of things, a lot of good things that Jesus did not send us. It's not enough that something is good or right. Is it what God wants you to do? This is what God wants you to do. You notice that you're now beginning to make excuses. You're now beginning to allow things that you didn't allow before. You know that these things are not what God will have you do. But you are beginning to make excuses for them. Beloved, something might just be wrong with your love work. And if you're listening to me right now, you're thinking, no, I think my love work with Jesus is okay. I don't think there's a problem with my love. Well, that's a beautiful place to be in. But I want to let you know that there is always more. Yes. For the one at the ankle, there is knee. For the one at the knee, there is waist. For the one at the waist, there is shoulder. For the one at the shoulder, there is that overflow. And that is what I'm pressing into. I'm pressing into the overflow. I want the overflow. I want to be the woman who lives her life completely overtaken by the love of Jesus. I want to be that person that as soon as you come around me, the first thing you contact is the love of God. I want it to be so contagious. I want to be so, ha, ah, I don't know the word to use. When I was praying about this, one of the things I find myself saying is, God, dunk me in. <laughs> Do you know what it means to dunk someone? Imagine submerging someone in water. Like you, you dunk that person into that river. That's literally what I'm pressing into. I want to be dunked in. Like put me dead. I don't know the best word to use to describe it, but I'm saying intensify my love for you oh god this ground is sinking sand 
this ground is sinking sand. We need more love. We need more hunger. We need more intentionality. I don't want to ever get to the point where I say, I love you, Jesus, and I don't mean it. I don't want to ever get to the point where I get tired and I stop and I quit and I turn my back. You read about the Christian martyrs and you read about these things that happen to people who their husbands have been killed in Iraq and you see the joy on the faces of these women you see that they are excited they are happy that their husbands did not deny the Lord and I'm like wait what why would I be happy that my husbands died denying God instead of me to be angry that God did not save them that's an intensity of love it takes love to die for Jesus. So it takes love, eh? Around last year, I was thinking, if someone pointed a gun to my head and said, deny Jesus, will I be able to say, no, I'm not going to deny Jesus? I heard of the story of a man that was told to deny Jesus. And he said, in my past 80 years of living for him, he hasn't done me any wrong. So why should I deny him now? And I thought to myself, wow. Um, those people had an intensity of love. I tell you, perilous times are upon us. Crazy things will happen. People you don't believe will walk away from the faith. Will you still hold on to Jesus if the person that brought you to Christ walks away from him? What do you know about God that can sustain your love for him? You know, when I think of like dying for Jesus or something, I start to tell myself, what do I know about God? Do I love him more than life? There is this song by Tufilo Sunday, Soldiers of the Cross. Do you love me more than this? And yes, that's one that scripture that has been flashing in my heart very recently. The scripture where Jesus asked Peter, lovest thou me more than this? Do you love me? Do you love Jesus enough? What have you let go for him? Soldiers of the cross, do you love your life more than him? I think of it, I think of, okay, what will I think of now that will make me not want to leave everything and follow the Lord? And, I, and I've been given a thought, do you love Jesus? I, 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 God, do I love Jesus enough to, to give him everything if he actually asks for everything. I remember one time I was either reading a book or someone was preaching in church and they were like, I hope you're not just holding on to Jesus because you want a good home and a good marriage. And you've heard that if you stick with Jesus, you will get a good marriage and a good home. And I really gave that in thought. I was just like, why am I actually following Jesus? Is it because I know that he will give me a good marriage? I'm saying that if you've not given it thought, you should give it thought. You should think, you should sit down, analyze, ask yourself, what am I willing to let go for Jesus? things i'm holding on to that i cannot give jesus for me currently there are a few of those things that i know that if jesus asks me for it we're going to have tension like we're going to still struggle but one of the things i am pressing towards is to get to the point where there will be nothing like that where anything he asks me for I will give him wholeheartedly. I will give him without grudges. I want to be that kind of lover that is faithful. I want to be the kind of lover that will not be adulterous. I want to be the kind of lover that is not with Jesus and yet my eyes are on every other thing that the systems of this world will give. Because I tell you, if we never get to that point, Satan will come and find something of his in you. And when he finds something of his in you, it will be his advantage over you. This is the last day and the love of many shall wax cold. The love of many shall wax cold. So today, tonight, this morning, anytime you're listening to this, the prayer on your heart, the prayer that I hope that this episode sponsors is intensify my love for you. 
because he gives all and he asks all. There's nothing that I own and the God who gives can take. I think of it. There are so many things I didn't even ask God for that because I didn't know that I needed them enough for me to even pray for them. Yet God gave it to me. What makes me think that this same God will not give me the things I need per time, per season? I'm speaking to the people who what has affected their love for God is a sense of need. Is the things you're pursuing. You want to meet up with needs and everything. And it is beginning to affect your love for Jesus. Do you know who your father is? Your father is a faithful father. God is not irresponsible. He didn't just put you on this earth and then leave you like that. God is not like that. He is responsible. He is up to the task. Is your love patient? Is your love kind? Are you patient with God? How much are you willing to endure for God? How much sacrifice are you willing to make? I mean, the fact that you're still having a conversation about your wardrobe with Jesus, the fact that you still cannot let go of the things that you wear, things as fickle as your dressing, tell a lot about how deep your love for Jesus is. The fact that you're still worried about what people will think about you, still tells a lot about how much you really love the Lord. I don't want to be the woman that the day that I will find out that my love for Jesus is not that deep. It's in the face of that adversity. God forbid. Let me see it now so that I can make it a prayer in my heart. So that in the days of adversity, my love for Jesus will be able to withstand anything that the enemy throws at me. So I guess this episode is just how I share a burden that has been on my heart and the prayer that has been on my lips and in my heart. Intensify my love for you, oh God. This place is slippery ground. You're in the university, see, there are temptations. You're in NYC orientation camp, there are temptations. You're in America, there are temptations. You're in Europe, there are temptations. I mean, every single day, the, the degree of lawlessness is increasing. The degree of lines that are being crossed is being increased boundary marks ancient landmarks have been moved every single day every single day iniquity yet abounds more excuses are being given there are more things accepted do we really 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 love the lord you read hebrews and you see that some of the fathers of faith died believing some of the things that god promised them they didn't see it with their physical eyes they didn't get handle it i've thought about that thing a hundred times what if all of the promises that god makes to me never comes to pass while i'm living what if will i still love the lord will i still love the lord help us jesus help us jesus it's a new year again we have goals we have beautiful plans in store things we want to achieve by the end of this year and it's so beautiful things to advance the kingdom of god you know and i guess my burden is just that i hope that the end of the day we are the people who truly love the Lord, who can give anything for him when he asks. Intensify my love for you, oh God. Intensify my love. Intensify. Yeah, that's the prayer. Intensify my love for you. I want to love you. I want to really, really love you. I want to love you with my life. I want to love you with everything. I want to love you so much that nothing will be too much for me to give to you. I don't like that I'm even struggling to give you certain things. It shows that my love for you is not enough. Can you please intensify my love for you? I know. I know that you can take me from ankle 
down to knee from knee to waist from waist to my shoulder till an overflow can you please dunk me into this river of love for you where i'm willing to go any lengths where anything you call me to do i'm more than willing to do where my answer is yes lord here i am send me intensify my love intensify my love that kind of love that has faith in the master's ability to keep it burning that kind of love whose total reliance is on the one who gave it in the first place because this god that works in us both will and to do of his good pleasure that kind of love that's the kind of love i want intensify my love i want to die seeking you i want i want to take my last breath as a seeker as a seeker i want to take my last breath as a seeker who found more reasons to seek who found more reasons to dig deep to bury myself deep into this love relationship with you i want to die a lover intensify my love jesus let me pray with you heavenly father thank you for this episode i thank you for everyone listening to this right now i ask oh god in the name of jesus that you will produce an intensity of love on our inside whatever it takes whatever it takes whatever it takes and we don't say these things ignorant of the fact that you may come to ask us for things that are too hard for us to give but whatever it takes oh god build an intensity of love an intensity of love for you in our hearts let our hunger not die awaken love in each and every one of us Awaken love in this one who listens to me in the name of Jesus. Awaken passion. Awaken hunger. Let it be intense. Let it be intense. Let it go from ankle to knee, from knee to waist, from waist to shoulder until the river overflows in the name of Jesus. Let it be a river that we can swim in. Let it be something that we cannot control. Let the love of Jesus overtake me. Let the love of Jesus overtake overtake you let the love of jesus overwhelm this listener in the name of jesus let it burn let it burn like fire let it overflow like rivers let it burn like fire let it be like fire shut up in my bones let it be something i cannot say no to let it be something that quakes from within me every single time i try to keep short let it be something that quakes from within you every single time you try to resist it let it be the love of jesus driving you to take every action you take this year to make every plan you map out this year let it be the love of jesus that drives the intensity of all that you do let it be the love of jesus that drives you to do all that you will ever do for the rest of your life in the name of jesus and father this prayer is a sincere cry this is the last days and we are waiting for you O bridegroom as we do your work we know that our oil can get spent so we ask dear jesus that you will give us extra oil before you come that you will give us the wisdom to trim our lamps in these last days so that this oil will be just enough for our journey even to the end so that our lamps will burn bright enough for us to even light the candles of those whose lamp have been put off and i pray in the name of jesus for everyone who is in a category of a loveless life with jesus 
us oh one thing i know that will happen to everyone who listens to this episode is that your love for jesus will be again intensified if you never loved the lord this episode will produce that fruit of love on your inside even for the lord in the name of jesus we ask oh god that you will fan to flames fan to flames intensify let the river rise let the river rise let our love for you not grow cold let our love for you not grow cold let our oil last to the end let this extra oil be just enough for this journey even to the end in the name of jesus amen beloved keep this prayer on your lips keep it in your heart I don't want to say I love you, Jesus. I don't mean it. I don't want to. Have yourselves a blessed day. I love you so much. And I'm rooting for you. Stay loving the Lord. Stay loving people. Bye.